Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast. I am your host, Mark Seavey, the Special Projects Counsel at the American Legion National Headquarters in Indianapolis, but I am recording from home because we are buried in snow. Uh, it is what it is. I'm joined, as always, by Ashley Garbolja Maldonado. Hello, Ashley. And Jeff Daly of the Michigan Dailies, currently in Hollywood, California. Jeff, how are you? And, whoop, whoop. and this is our first recording uh, post-Super Bowl. How about our boy from Michigan? Yes. Go you, TB12. I'm sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> for the poor lady who's upset on behalf of silversmiths everywhere that Tom had a little too much avocado tequila and threw the trophy <laughs> off a boat to another boat. That seemed like an incredibly Gronk move. I, the fact that she wasn't upset by Gronk denting the one two years ago, but she's very upset that Tom Brady had a couple tequilas and threw it off a boat. But, you know, whatever. You're going to have to spare. learn to lose. Lady, there's a lot to get upset about. That's probably not in the top 50. All right, we got a great show today. We have a uh, special guest, Teresa Larson. She's a... Marine combat veteran and former professional athlete who now helps adaptive athletes and others with physical therapy. Dr. Larson earned her doctorate in uh, physical therapy from the University of St. Augustine in San Diego, California. A former Marine Corps engineer officer and combat veteran, Teresa also played professional softball in Italy, as well as a semi-professional softball in the United States. She founded Movement RX with her husband in 2013 in order to break free uh, from limitations that traditional physical therapy puts on practitioners and patients. The result was a company where skilled practitioners can authentically treat patients with the time, care, and movement education they deserve. She's also uh, published a memoir, which we'll talk about, and she hosts the podcast My New Normal, which you can find on her website and listen to back back episodes of. And she's also a member of American Legion Post 310 in San Diego. So before we go to Dr. Larson, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back on with our special guest in just a moment. The restaurant industry is a great place to pursue your passion while building a career at the same time. If you like to cook, enjoy being part of a team, and show off your skills, sign up today for Restaurant Recruit. Restaurant Recruit will directly connect you to restaurant companies looking to hire great military talent and willing to invest in your career. Sign up if you're a veteran, a military spouse, or are getting ready to transition out of the service and are ready for your next big move. It's free and easy. Just go to chooserestaurants.org slash restaurantsrecruit to get started on a future in restaurants. All right, after some technical difficulties here, we are now joined by Teresa Larson. <laughs> we are so happy to have you join us. Thank you so very much uh, for taking time out of your busy day. And we are going to start with Miss Gorbolja Maldonado today. Ooh, wow, look at you challenging yourself with two, two big words. Oh, yeah. All righty. 
Well, Teresa, thanks so much for being here. Impressive bio. I absolutely love that you are a go-getter. I am looking at, you know, your your company, your passion, you know, you're practicing and you speak, you do all of these amazing things. And I want to just kind of start the show off by you just continuing to tell us how you founded Movement RX or for some of our medical folks, RX is also, you know, prescription, right? So very clever, very (laughs) clever. I like it. But uh, tell us more about how you got started, what inspired you, and kind of what you're up to now with Movement RX prescription. Aha. Thank you, Mark, for St. Ashley's last name because I was like, oh, man, okay, I need to practice this one. This is good. (laughs) Um, So thank you, Ashley and Mark and Jeff, for having me on. Uh, I So I started Movement RX, I guess it's now almost eight years ago. So I I know because we started it right after I got married. So I've been married almost eight years. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) Um, And I started it, so after the Marine Corps, I got out and I played a year of softball, professional softball, yep, and it was in Italy, not a bad place to play, but, you know, it wasn't enough, I couldn't make enough to, like, really support myself out there, and I realized I needed to to find out what was next, and as we all know, probably people listening, the transition, some of it's easy for some people, but it definitely isn't easy for many, and it wasn't easy for me, because it was, like... I didn't want to do engineering anymore, like the Marine Corps. That's what I did in the Marine Corps. And so I went back to PT school, um, loved what I learned, but didn't like the some of the practical application of it wasn't for me. Um, but I knew I'd find something that fit me. And I found, so I found the strength and conditioning industry and like found like, you know, fitness industry and found like realized, I think this will be a good fit for me, but I didn't know how to apply it in the PT world, because all I experienced was very like acute, you know, recent injuries, more pathological type issues. And even when I got out of PT school, I was working in a company for a whopping six months before I was like, goodbye. (laughs) I need, I need to do my own thing. Like I just didn't fit the mold of like in a wallpapered office, you know, room. (laughs) I'm just, I'm being stereotypical here, but like, you know, a room where I'm having people stretch and I have to pass them off to an exercise, you know, um, maybe a high school student who wants to learn exercise. And I just didn't have control over my patients, essentially, in a regular PT Mm -hmm. practice. So um, I'm not dogging PT at all. It's just the traditional way wasn't for me. And so I loved high-intensity functional fitness, aka CrossFit brand, Spartan brand, whatever, I just love throwing up weights, doing races, right? I I love being active. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to go into CrossFit gyms and P90, you know, P3 or three six, P, performance 360 gyms. And I'm going to treat athletes there because those athletes, I want to help them become successful. I don't want them to get injured and feel like they have to leave that, you know, um, their training. So that's when I just started setting up shop in different CrossFit gyms around San Diego, started in CrossFit, CrossFit Coronado, which is not a bad place to be, <laughs> but um, worked with a lot of guys that were going through buds and worked, started working with a lot of veterans. And I was like, yes, this is my thing, you know, and it was six months out of school. I started this uh, 
and uh, so it kind of, moving arcs just kind of blossomed from there. Um, I got busier. I did a lot of free seminars around San Diego to kind of get my work, my name out there. It's a hustle. It was a mm-hmm. hustle, but you know, it's kind of like one of those experience. It was one of those things where I I was sitting there in this wallpapered clinic. <laughs> you know, I like to like <laughs> the flowered wallpaper clinic that I didn't like, and it's like how did I get my degree for that? Like what? I got to change it. I got to, I got to find something that fits me. And, um, that's why moving arcs got started out. My back was against the wall. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. And so I actually called a veteran friend of mine who built a website for me, helped me build a website that was basically like super basic, you know? And, um, I think, to be honest, the first guy I called, first gym owner I called and asked um, to set up shop in his his gym, he thought I was drunk because I was so nervous. <laughs> and I don't drink, you know, in the morning typically. Maybe I'll have a, you know, room in the afternoon. But I have years later, he's like, you know, the first time you called me, I thought you were drunk. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Epic. So, um, no, I wasn't, but... I probably was just very nervous. You know, it was my first experience, like cold calling gym owners and saying, Hey, I'm a PT. I want to work in your gym. Do you mind if I rent a little space for, you know, a period of time? So moving our acts, you know, started with me with a a table going to different gyms. Then I hired on people. Um, And then over time, I actually uh, started to develop, get into like digital wellness. Uh, I'd started working with CrossFit, actually teaching for CrossFit, their movement and mobility cert. And um, I got exposed to a lot of gym owners and health pros out there and realized I kind of would like to build build an online platform. And that's where kind of the corporate wellness side of the house and some of this de- um, Department of Defense contracting, if you will, but I mean, I'm working on developing getting into that space a little bit more through some prime, a couple prime roles and a couple subcontractor roles, but it's just having a wellness platform that is movement focused um, has been really powerful because I can reach more people and um, you know, it's movement RX because I am a movement specialist. That's what PTs are, you know, we're designed to be. Unfortunately, I find in my industry, you get caught with, okay, you just do massage, you know, heat, stim, and then you, you rare, like in a traditional practice, you rarely get to actually do movement with patients. And I was like, oh, heck no, I'm doing movement with patients and I'm going to teach them how to do it well, because if they want to get out of bed or if they want to you know, run or turn a wheelchair, they want to do pull-ups and squats again, right? I'm going to teach them how to do that in their new normal. And okay. so that's kind of where, you know, movement I'm not just throwing fitness at people. I could I could care less if you want to CrossFit or race or whatever. What I care about is that your joints and your soft tissue feel good and that you have something that you can do at home and like that you feel comfortable if you want to go into a 24-hour fitness or do a Spartan race or cross whatever you want to do, I can help you do that. So that's where we that's where we are today. Well, incredibly impressive. I love it. Veteran, businesswoman, doctor, and, uh, you know, a a woman who likes, who's on the move. I love it. You're you're a found her, right? You're a woman on the move. I love it. 
Oh, the pun. Oh, wow. You like that? Yeah. Love it. All right, Jeff, you're up. You being our uh, resident expert on uh, nothing Spartan races and... (laughs) All right, I have... I've, I've a couple of very important questions. Number one, I've read in your bio, the thing that really stuck out to me is that you are go by Dr. T. Now, you're around a lot of smart people, and you're in fitness. Has anyone ever said to you, I pity the fat? I pity the, I pity the fat. She doesn't get it. He's okay. trying to make a Mr. T joke. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's bombing. Seven it's, on execution, bud. Oh, come I, on. I don't you know. And second, this is free business advice for you. After hearing you talk, I think you should come out with your own line of wallpaper. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> All right, let's get into the. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the meat of this thing. All right, so you were. You know, combat marine officer, professional athlete, doctoral level education. Those are accomplishments. All right. Uh, But I have a challenge for you. Okay. There in this pandemic, we have a lot of veterans. I'm not speaking necessarily into the mirror, but we are getting through this COVID-19 and gaining about the covid 2025 and being sedentary it it requires some physical therapy so i'm going to the doctor how am i or a friend uh going to get back to a marine corps pft 300 in two minutes (laughs) so jeff this is a very good question most most people feel are not are in the same boat, right? It's not the freshman 15 now, it's the COVID 25 or 30. So uh, one of the things that I recommend, because we are in this blended environment, and so it, it is, you know, we know that actually, like, I think I just read an article that 43% of companies, company executives are, um, their, you know, mental health is a big thing. Like, and mental health is going to impact your ability to get out and be physically active. It just is. Like the first thing when people stress out, it's exercise is usually the first thing to go. Oh. Not for everyone, but for many, um, regardless if you're a veteran or not, right? It's going to happen. So I know that the blended environment is really challenging, and I've had a hard time navigating it too. I mean, I have a new baby, a, a four-year-old. I'm working in my garage. You know, I work from my office sometimes. It's... So it's a bit chaotic, <clears throat> but what I recommend for people is, you know, I would say first, just, you know, well, I've been out of the Marine Corps for 13 years and I am in a new place in my life now. So we all need to just, I think it's really important first to accept where you're at, not necessarily accept being unhealthy, but accept the fact that, you know what, I've like maybe shooting for what you previously did in the Marine Corps isn't necessarily the best goal at this point. It's accepting your new normal. So for example, doesn't mean you can't go out and run and try to run fast and do pull-ups and push-ups and, you know, be active, but to aspire to look or be, I, and I say this globally, like you were when you were 22 or 25, just and especially if you're not that age anymore, let's set new goals. Let's set realistic goals. 
And I think that helps people because one, it's not that, you know, like your goal is to go out and run three miles. So if you haven't been running for the last six months, then start and go out, do a half mile run and do a half mile run for the next two to three weeks and then increase to a mile and then start to build like appropriately progress to the three miles versus like, all right, I'm going to go out and run 10 miles (laughs) to, you know, and I'm going to run 10 miles as fast as possible. Like it's, you know, I know I was that way at one point. And the thing is, that's when injuries happen. When you've been sedentary and you haven't been active and then you're like, I'm just going to go ovaries and balls to the wall. Um, and that just, you know, makes like, that's, that's, you have a higher risk for injury there. So the key is, is that for everyone to take a deep breath, especially at this phase and accept, all right, maybe I put on 25, 30 pounds, but what can I do now? I can get up a little bit earlier, drink a glass of water, you know, go out for a long walk. Um, I can take movement breaks in my day when I'm working. I can maybe have a, a family exercise session. I literally have a family exercise session with my family three times a week. It's not long. It's like 20 minutes. Um, and the baby just sits there and, you know, giggles and whatever. But it's, you know, something. And um, so it's taking these small steps in the right direction. And I I think it's really healthy, especially for people who are a bit too stressed out about this London environment is just general physical performance. Get movement in each day. You know, if you want to go and be get a three mile, if you want to be able to run three miles and you haven't in six months, then start half a mile, build a half a mile every other other week. Or just get a little bit of movement in each day, right? Like I have, if, if you want a program to do a Spartan race, I can help you with that. But in for the for the general population, just get some movement in each day. And, and start to eat a little bit healthier, like one thing healthier each day. Um, and then it doesn't feel like such a drastic change. So hopefully that helps. It does, uh, because I'm a little bit uh, waving and giggling like, like your, your toddler. But then someone asked me to do a 5K, and I was like, sure. And I, and I, and I did it. Uh, I walked probably a third of it, but I did it. And then I was in bed for, you know, the weekend. So I have a little bit of that side of me, too. Okay. Jeff, I think I think you look just as good as you looked in your 20s. I, I actually don't know that because I didn't know you then, but I'm certain of it. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Careful, that'll go over your ribs. Yeah. Hey, how so I, two first things is it... Uh, and I think three kids is really the sweet spot. I have three under five and it's spectacular. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Like you can get all kinds of work done. There's almost never fires right outside. It's a debacle. But yeah, the other thing is that uh, I love the, I mean, all of us in the military kind of have that. I haven't done anything in a year, so I'll go do 10 miles with a rucksack. And I know mm-hmm. like I, I was preparing last year for the Boston Marathon with a rucksack and do the marathon with a 35-pound ruck. And the minute corona hit, I I haven't done anything physical other than uh, shovel yesterday. So I get it. Yeah, And I'll probably right after this run out and do 10 miles and see how long I last. But uh, 
My question though is more with adaptive sports, and and I've done um, I, I've covered some events, uh, Spartan race type events, with like double amputees, and the way we've normally did it was that we had a crew of people who were all service connected disabled and helped each other through, and it was amazing to me the positive impact it had, uh, not just on the the person that we're helping ostensibly along the way, but everyone else kind of the teamwork. Is that what you find with adaptive sports that, that the kind of the team building is also one of the, one of the benefits? Oh yeah. So the adaptive sports, I actually had a couple of the athletes we work with do the first ever, I think adaptive Spartan race. One of the guys did it in a wheelchair. Yeah. It was the whole thing. And like, I know Joe DeSena, actually, and I was like, dude, you didn't even adapt any of the obstacles. Like, you just, it was, I mean, at least it did it in teams. Yeah. The poor guy, like, the poor guy had so many bruises from, like, being thrown over walls and, you know, and I'm like, Joe, like, this, some of these guys who are in wheelchairs, they can't can't afford to have, you know, wounds in their lower legs. Like, it's going to put them out. So... There's some work to be done in the world of Spartan adaptive sports, but so on my side of things, um, I the camaraderie and team building is imp- so important. I mean, that's like the best thing about um, what our adaptive program is. It's an adaptive strength and conditioning program, and I have um, thanks to the VA and adaptive sports grant, I provide free adaptive strength and conditioning um, seminars for health providers. And coaches who are just, you know, like figuring out what's next for the athlete going through rehab. Once they're done, you know, and they, they're they a former Marine and they want to go do CrossFit or fitness and get, you know, stronger. Um, what can I, how can I refer them? Or a coach who wants to work with someone in a wheelchair or a missing limb or traumatic brain injury. What do I do with them? That's the training we provide for free thanks to the VA. And, um, but while all that training is great, the whole point of, creating the training is getting these adaptive individuals together, um, yeah. whether they're veteran or not, because it just creates a community of people who have been through similar stuff and they can support each other and push each other. And I mean, while they are improving their strength and they're improving their breath, their lung capacity and their, uh, they're just also making friends and feeling like they're not alone. And um, that's been really powerful. And, and the COVID, you know, was, tough but a lot of the guys ended up, and ladies did ended up doing on online training with us mm-hmm. too so yeah it's the adaptive training has been really powerful and i would say with movement rx that's kind of our niche in the fitness world because the fitness world is a so much stuff out there mm-hmm. but when it comes to um you know we are we are uh training people to be stronger in their sport so if they want to, you know, snowboard or ski or play tennis, right? We know that as an athlete, as a professional athlete myself, like we need strength and conditioning to help me stay balanced for my sport, which was softball. Or if I want to do Spartan racing, I'm not just going to go out and race. I'm going to actually do training to race. And so that's where my organization comes in and providing that training so people feel good when they go out and do these things. Yeah, absolutely. It- that was my experience too. Is that it, it, it kind of once you had the community, everything else came a little bit easier. And it, it was a I know for myself, like 
when I said I would do the marathon and then I got out there and started training for it, I was like, okay, this was a really bad idea, but I've already publicly told everyone I'm going to do a marathon. So I didn't really have option B and that kept me going outside every day. When I'm, I mean, when I'm sitting around with my three kids, it's, it's a little tough to come up with time to go walk for six hours. But, but if you're in a community, I think it's great. So, all right, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back in probably about 30 seconds with Teresa. Delete, delete. The American Legion is Veterans Strength in America. We're in your community supporting veterans, service members, and their families, enriching the lives of young people and promoting citizenship and patriotism. Our members are passionate about these core values. Help strengthen America by joining the American Legion today. For more information, go to legion.org slash join. All right, we are back with Dr. Teresa Larson, who uh, runs Movement RX, and we're talking about uh, adaptive sports and getting in shape, especially in this time of corona. Uh, so no one in better shape than Ashley Gorbulja Maldonado over there, who will go to for round two. Oh, please. I appreciate your flattery. <laughs> Not at all. I have been very, very sedentary this year. I've tried. I got this, like, ring fit game. I tried to just go for walks. I accepted my new normal, as Teresa mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> which actually reminds me, I accidentally ran a half marathon, but that might be a story for another day, because I just kept picturing, like, I just kept picturing Jeff, like, running around, or, or then just stopping, and then just doing a walk, and someone just handing him a cup, and he's like, give me that, like, something right out of the office, when they're running that, uh, marathon, they run that 5k, the Alfredo, but I digress, Teresa, my love, hello, <laughs> um, so, I want to hear more about um, adapt media and your new normal podcast. Please tell me more about this. Well, so actually the new normal podcast, um, I created it a few years ago, I guess two and a half years ago. I, I did two seasons and needed to stop <laughs> that. <laughs> but I have two seasons that are actually on my personal website, drteresalarson.com. And I, I wanted to, the first season has like 32 episodes <laughs> and then the second season has eight. Um, but the, the beautiful thing about it was, um, cause I hear this a lot, people wanting when they come into the clinic or I work with organizations, it's common for people to say like, I wish I could just be where I was before or, you know, um, not, I actually don't hear it too much with the adaptive athletes like those with the permanent injuries who, you know, it's, it's almost like they're the best at accepting that I'm never going to walk again, but I'm going to be the best I can with where I'm at. And everyone else in the world should really take note and learn from that because it's all too often. I mean, I find myself having pity parties of like, man, I, I have two kids at home. Like Mark was saying, and I, I can walk 10 feet out of my house and then walk back hundred times like I'm like but I'm grateful I can walk you know mm -hmm. there and I'm grateful I can be here with my kids and I can do I, I don't know it's just there's this the adoptive community I think has taught me so much more um, about life than I have taught them or that I could provide which is why I love working with them because I, and that's why I wanted to do the my new normal podcast because they are the best at accepting where they're at 
it was like, and it really, all those stories that are on the podcast and hopefully those of you listening can go, you know, and listen, it's, or maybe you can link to it is mm-hmm. like, there's all these testimonials, of people who have gone through some crazy trauma, like physical and emotional, and they're just doing the best they can. And every podcast was almost just like a, yeah, we got this. Where we're at right now, we got this. No matter what happens to you, you can create an amazing life. You know, you don't have to use your circumstances as an excuse to have a crappy life. And um, I, and that was that's the what I got from that, like being the host of that podcast. And I unfortunately didn't continue it more because um, time, like. I, I, you know, I've had to really like look at, I run a business with my husband, what's going to provide, what's going to feed my family. Um, I, the, the running the podcast, as you know, takes a lot of effort and I wanted to make sure that I got those episodes out, but at this juncture, um, I didn't have the bandwidth to continue it. So maybe one day I will pick it back up, but at least it's out there. Absolutely. No, I think those stories are so incredibly powerful. Uh, I could tell you how many folks I've met who have profoundly changed my life and I didn't even realize, like, I thought I was the one providing the lesson. No, they were giving me the lesson the whole time. So I I concur. I think that's fantastic. And whenever you do decide to pick it back up, you got this. You you should hire Jeff as your IT specialist. (laughs) Maybe. All right, Jeff, you are up, buddy. All right, well, until you get your podcast back up, we are holding it down here as the new abnormal, as you can see from Mr. CV over there. Uh, so this second round, I wanted to talk about a Legion program that we have that I thought you might enjoy. And I wanted to do a little pitch for one of the organizations that we partner with a lot at my post, which is it seems like you would be a perfect fit. They're, it's called Merging Vets and Players. Have you heard of them? MVP? It's, uh, it's combat veterans and professional or D1-level athletes kind of training and healing and feeling together. So it's, it's, a pretty, it's a really good program, and a lot of people in my post are a part of it. Uh, and I could connect you with them if it's something you would be interested in working with. Uh, On the Legion side, we're getting ready to do a second round of this big dream project from National. It's called uh, uh, 100 Miles of Something. What is it? 100 Miles for Hope. 100 Miles for Hope. Yes. And it's it's coming back, I hear, in March, but that hasn't been officially released. And I will not claim any responsibility for leaking that to the world right here. Uh, But it's about a movement, uh, movement. It's a movement of movement for the entire Legion to get people kind of moving over uh, uh, 100 days of doing at least 100 miles. And there may be some added ways of getting to your 100 miles this time. So... If you were going to give somebody a motivational speech for those to get that 100 miles, whether you have to swim it, wheelchair it, walk it, crawl it, or eat your way down a really long buffet like I might do, uh, what would you say? 
Oh man, the motivational speech. Okay. So, uh, well, you know, some people might say that hundred miles is very daunting, but this could be, this actually is a great way to get people, um, taking ownership of their health and think of motion, this movement as lotion for the joints and soft tissue. Motion is lotion. Okay. Everybody can hashtag that. Um, <laughs> hold on. I'm not finished with my motivational speech, but think of like, instead of thinking about this beat down of a hundred miles, think of it as a way to heal your body. Like motion is lotion. So if you go out and walk, swim, crawl, maybe it's a, because of, for people at home with their children, maybe not be, it's easy to get away. Maybe you can, um, put a time component to it as well, where it's not just a hundred miles, but maybe it's a hundred hours mm -hmm. of work, you know, uh, fitness. Cause I can work in a grid square, work out in a grid square for 20 minutes a day. And if that could accrue to my hundred miles, hundred hours, that would be pretty rad. And that would probably give people more of a, just thinking out loud, but, um, motion is lotion. So think of this as a way to, cause people love numbers as a way to like keep, hold yourself accountable and put on the calendar each day, how many minutes you did or how many miles um, in whatever it is you do. And uh, whether it's rowing, rowing is a great one too. Rowing, swimming. I don't know about where you all are, but maybe people <laughs> swim a lot out here. Sounds very cold where you are. Not um, me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just think of this as a way to kind of kickstart your um, taking ownership of your health, movement health. Nice. Well, where I'm at, I'm just a couple mile, a couple hours up the road from you. So if I drive down there to work out, I will count those two hours as an activity. Yes, he will. <laughs> yes, he will. Friendly, though, that, that might be something to think about as 100 hours. Yeah. Um, because I can well, I know they're looking at alternative ways other than just miles. So we're not letting there's a there's going to be a big reveal in March. April, and I think April 1. I think we should use what you just said as a promo video for it. You got it. Well, I know last year last year we had 100 miles for hope and I went out and I bought a kayak so I could kayak 100 miles. And that's exactly when it stopped raining entirely here in Indiana and our rivers went away. So my kayaking amounted to about seven feet when I dragged it from my car into my garage and that was it. It hasn't moved since. So hopefully it'll rain this time and we'll, we'll be doing a little better. What, uh, so what do you see on the future? Are you, are you trying to build up the base of people that do your program? Are you trying to look more at train the trainer type stuff? What, where, where are you looking to expand location wise or that's a good question um so we are going to almost fully remote so there's two areas that we're focusing um and thanks to you know honestly the pandemic was a blessing in a lot of ways i mean it was very hard on us because one line of business really struggled the in-person work however it forced us to consolidate and really focus on our remote work um, and that is so because it's remote, I mean, my husband and I can be anywhere and our team, but so in the fitness world and the work that we do with veterans, it's expanding our train the trainer courses in adapt in the adaptive strength and conditioning realm. 
So we have this free course. If you go on our website, Movement RX, you can go under education. It has adaptive training there. There's live virtual trainings, and we even have a, a new advanced adaptive training course that offers CEUs for strength coaches and health professionals out there. Um, so that's one area, and that's kind of the, if I guess in the business world, the consumer aspect of what we do, like where we are looking to continue to expand, because my team absolutely loves the training. Everyone that's on my team is pro-adaptive training, working with veterans. Um, so that's really nice. And then on the other side um, is that I am I'm growing my uh, corporate programs. And by corporate, I mean also working with the military. It's not just, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's not just, yeah, corporate. It's military units as well. So we've got these online programs and seminars that we offer people companies to kind of help them take ownership of their health. And by health, we're talking movement and mindset. And we're a very proactive platform. Like we're, we're really working to get um, people to understand that they have a lot more owner, a lot more power than they think over their own health. Right. Like, for example, I'm not advocating going and doing just busting your ass doing a CrossFit workout. I'm asking you to heal your joints and take care of your soft tissue and whatnot. Um, that's all like I'm not if you want to go do CrossFit and you want to do those things great but I'm going to at least help you be successful um in you know working your body knowing how to move your neck we offer this assess uh, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here but um <laughs> point being is we're we're working to continue to grow our corporate platform and I'm really enjoying it and it's I think the real challenge for us is differentiating between all those fad workouts because a lot of times we get meshed into this, like, what, what are you different than Peloton? Or how are you different than this other, you know, cool online platform? And I'm like, well, we actually treat people's injuries and we treat people's aches and pains. Like, we're not throwing workouts at people. Right. Mm -hmm. We're throwing movement health. So, yeah. All right. So one last plug here, if you would, uh, your website. And I know you have a book out there that you probably probably ought to mention. So give us all the platforms you got and how people can get in touch with you. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, go go in touch with me. Go to movement-rx.com. Um, you can find us on all the socials, too. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Dr. Teresa Larson. Just go to LinkedIn. I actually tagged a couple of you. I couldn't, Mark, I need to find you on LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm not on LinkedIn, so I, I should be. I thought I, I always thought it was just if you're looking for a job, go on LinkedIn. And I didn't want to send out the message that I hate my job and I'm looking for a new one. So Yeah. I no, I understand. <laughs> um, so movement-sharks.com is the best way. And then um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn yeah. that way. My, if you want to email me. Um, I'd be, I'd love to, the best way to email me is getbetter@movement-rx.com. Um, and the book that I wrote four years ago named Warrior is, has nothing to do with my business, but more of my come to wellness story myself, because I actually struggled with a mental health condition and I'll leave it at that. So you all can read it because it was a, it's a, it's a nutty story. Um, but hopefully you all, if anyone's struggling out there, gives you a little bit of hope that you know healing is possible so well nutty is jeff's middle name so maybe we'll get him the book and see if we can't work on that with him yeah 
I do think we need to have a reading list. We have a, so many people with books. I know. We need to start a book club. But you're going to have to learn to read, Jeff, and we don't really have yes. time to train you on that right now. So maybe maybe for another day we'll have Put a... Put on the list. Yeah, we'll Put have a, a literacy expert that we, we can talk to about <laughs> you. Dr. Teresa Larson, thank you so much for joining you. you. And the rest of you, we will be back in about 30 seconds. So you were discharged with a 20% disability rating, but now you can't hear so well and need help. Contact an American Legion service officer. Service officers are free of charge and they help all veterans. Find one near you with our online tool at legion.org forward slash service officers. All right, so we have now completed our discussion with Dr. Larson and it, I, I can't say enough about adaptive sports. I've seen, you know, the, the events that I've gone to, there's a, the Highlander games up in New York is my favorite. It was uh, run by one of the guys running. It was past department commander, Gary Shacker of New York. And I went to it two years in a row. It was sort of a Spartan race obstacle type thing. And we took a guy that was a triple amputee and helped him through the course. And he was, he was a physical stud. But obviously, if you're a triple amputee, you're going to have a hard time climbing things. But just to see the teamwork in the building, I, I think it's great. Ashley, what, what did you take out of this? Teresa was so incredibly impressive. She wears many hats, and I tip my hat off to her. I mean, she is doing it all. She's out on the West Coast. She is, I guess, using the, the hashtag motion is lotion. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, but very impressive. I think she's doing great things for our community and going above and beyond. And I think that's what matters. That's my image of everyone in California is that they're always into physical fitness. But I base that exclusively on looking at Jeff. I mean, he is, <laughs> he is just a sculpture of a man. Jeff, <laughs> well, not unlike I, Lego I, Batman, you have nine ab muscles, don't you? Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Uh, when she was, so I too was am impressed. I mean, you know, I, I aim to be, you've heard me say this before, a renaissance man. But she has gone from warrior to professional athlete to uh, scholar. Memoir She's an writer. author. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, a scholar, writer, podcaster like us. And uh, so that was super impressive. Now, I don't get all the medically lingo. So when she was talking about new normals and soft tissue, I was like, I don't want this soft tissue to be a new normal. I want to get back to doing my 20 pull-ups 10 on this side and 10 on this side. Those were the days, but this soft tissue is getting in the way. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to, uh, adapt and improvise and, uh, her message a little bit, but I think she's talking about some other things like joints and ligaments. I'll have to Google it. Yeah. Cause she's like, she's here. I generally do one sit up a day. It's right around four fifteen in the morning <laughs> and I'm aided by the fact that my bed is off the ground. So I just, it's more of a rollover than anything, but <laughs> I, I don't think that's really the peak of athletic perfection, but if there is a, well, you're yeah, going to squat out of that chair. I, I bet your wife roll, like braced herself says, roll over, roll over. It's just like, she in doesn't the even come to bed till 1230. So <laughs> she doesn't even, but you know, like I, I, 
I'm a couple good meals away from needing a bar to pull myself out of bed. So I think I'm actually going to take this opportunity to go and do something athletic at some point. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but got to take that kayak I, out. I, I think it's Start. great that uh, Jeff knew about the 100 Miles for Hope before I did. Uh, I don't know how you have a pipeline to all these people that I used to work with, and they don't communicate with me on any level that doesn't deal with Bigfoot. So that's all I get from editor Jeff Stouffer, one of my best friends. I Do I get do I get anything about 100 Miles from Hope? No. Do, does Holly share with me 100 Miles for Hope stuff? No. All I get is Bigfoot stuff. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is, what it is. But folks, that's going to do it for us today. I want to uh, encourage you, as always, to make sure that you uh, subscribe to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, review and rate us. Um, And if you want to send us some feedback, I I don't think our email box is full of love letters to Jeff yet. Uh, In fact... It's not looking great. Uh, you would think, I mean, look at this man. He's like a, uh, he's not really Denzel, uh, but I mean, he's. I'm Denzel's goal, ladies. <laughs> Denzel's goal. He, go. He's got the voice of James Earl Jones, the body of Denzel Washington, and the brain of Forrest Gump. So give him a chance. He loves crayons. <laughs> so. All right, folks. Well, we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Thank you, Dr. T. Thanks, Dr. T. (laughs)